Welcome to the Kingdom of Thirst podcast. My name is Abigail Kelly. I'm with Fred Gebhardt. That's me or Phil Motter. Yeah, I realized as I was saying it, which is why I did it for so long. I was like, people don't know him as Fred. I mean, I <laughs> on think, the podcast they do. Yeah, I feel like people know me as Fred here, which is fine. I it's just awkward because I go by one thing on one platform and then another on another platform yeah. and whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. I mean, it's that it all starts with an F, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's not like I'm hiding my name from the people who know me as Phil Motter. I don't care. No, no. Um, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about that and I was like, I was like, should I introduce him as... No. I, no. You've been on like four episodes of this podcast. Yeah. There's no reason to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of, okay, yeah. it has been a grip since you've been on. I feel like it's been a million years. Really? Yeah. Your last one was the True Blood podcast. Which oh, was like that was a while two months ago. ago yeah. Or something. That uh, was December. What? Oh my god, it was December. Oh, I didn't release it until later. That's well, right. Well, true, true. Yeah. It was it was our tester for like doing a group podcast mm. for the <laughs> for the Christmas episode, yeah. the disastrous Christmas episode. Yeah. Um God, it's such a bad one. <laughs> I don't think it was bad. It was like it was we were just really bad at at making a story that is not just roasting people yeah yeah i i think the personalities of me v and Paige together probably not a good podcast combo no no (laughs) y'all are atrocious sorry (laughs) uh but it has been a while since we've done an alien one (gasps) alien the aliens episode 12 i think aliens was our last one that we did Mm -hmm. um before that we did the uh (laughs) <laughs> the Balian the, the brothers. The, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Turn, the duo who turn bright red whenever they meet their fated mates, and they they get they get sexy disease oh, real bad. I I forgot. One by Ruby Dixon and one by Michelle Mills. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Ruby Dixon, what about Ruby Dixon? I don't know. There's always news about Ruby <laughs> Dixon. She just had a new release. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's uh, I think one of her last. If not her last book in her, like, uh, Ice Planet Barbarian series, which has been going on for years, mm. um, I think she's finally, like, okay, we're, we're moving on to, like, she has, like, a sequel series set on the same planet and stuff, uh, um, but, I like, see. it's called the Ice Home series. Um, so, I, I think she's finally, like, okay, we're, we need to cut it off at some point. There's, like, 25 books in this series. Oh, no, no, There's, no. like, spinoffs, novellas, Holy like, shit. yeah, like, additional materials. Like, she's written... Probably millions of words at this point in the series. Yeah. Speaking of moving on to new adventures. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've mentioned this on the podcast yet. You probably have. Did you know? To, to, to I'm all in the, suspense. I don't know what I've done. To, to all the listeners out there, um, the, the show has a Discord now. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So I did mention in the Janine Frost episode, which is coming out tomorrow in mm. real time, because... Abigail got behind recording podcast episodes. I mean, I don't think it was your fault. It was not. I mean, it, it just, I've also just been in a tremendous amount of pain for the past couple of weeks, so I haven't been able to do much. Wow. Um, I know. What a loser. I'm a slacker. Really? You know, American work ethic did not sink in on me. <laughs> Working through pain? Mm-mm. Ooh, let me tell you something about American work ethic. <laughs> Yes? No. Okay. Uh, there ain't nothing to tell because it don't exist. Dang, all right. Fucking Dad. roasted. Yeah, all right. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Mm, 
Well, uh, yes, we have a Discord. <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want to do you want to fill so, people in? Oh, okay. Just really, really brief. Um, the Discord has been up for two days, <laughs> and Abigail, see, I exist in a world where like everyone is really nice to me for the most part, which has been amazing so far. It, well, it ain't this house. It is. We're this not house. nice to on you on the internet. People are generally very nice to me. Um, so I did forget for a minute that I am a woman on the internet, and I am talking about like things that have sex in them a lot of times, mm-hmm. and that that then implies a certain. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. I think I would be subject to this anyway, even if I didn't talk about romance novels. I could be talking about, like, math books, and people would still be like, eh, you won't fuck, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, and they call me a bitch for being like, no. Oh, um, yeah. But, and that's not what happened, really. But suffice it to say, there was a kerfuffle about this person being on the Discord server who had never listened to the podcast before. They posted porn, which... My bad, my bad. I did have an NSFW channel because I thought people would talk about like stuff in like the books we or whatever mm-hmm. like there, and I wanted to make sure everyone was comfortable because the books can be kind of like racy. Yeah, so that was my thought. But again, Abigail lives in a special little paradise in her brain and does not think about these things. So uh. they didn't break the rules, and I was clear about that in my response. I said, "Hey, you know, this is my bad. I didn't anticipate that that's what people would view that as." Mm-hmm. Also. All I saw was the the porn that they posted. And so I immediately, being on the internet for as long as I've been, especially on Tumblr, thought it was a bot. There was no message with it or anything. Turns out there was a message later that I saw that was like an intro where the person actually proved they weren't a bot. But at the time, I was like, this is clearly spam. So I just immediately banned them. Right. This person got on Twitter and then flipped out about it and was like, "Incredible! you left a terrible impression and all this stuff. And I'm just like, bro, you haven't even listened to the podcast. And I, I did. I pointed out that they were that they were right. It wasn't against the rules. Yeah. That was my bad. I thought they were a spam bot. Mm-hmm. Again, my bad. However, this person reacted in such a way that I was like, y'all, I do not want that energy in my zone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, I've seen the tweets, right? And I'm just like, why are you getting this bent out of shape about like basically being asked to leave a space that is dedicated to a podcast you haven't even fucking listened no. to. Why does that matter? This person was was real big mad about what it. What a fool. And, and that's not the vibe we're cultivating. The people who have been in the, the uh, Discord, which is called Citizens of Thirst, you can find the link on my Twitter. It's the pinned tweet on top. I'm not going to be copying and pasting that link anywhere else because every time I've done that mm-hmm. with Discord, they've broken my links. Oh, you know what you have to do? Um, You have to make the link permanent. Because when you make the link, it's 24 hours and then well, it dies. No, I did do that, but I've oh. done that in the past. And this that was my problem with the the ramp discord that I set up uh-huh. uh, for us ramp mentees. Like I did do that and then discord retroactively changed it. Yeah. So what? and I could just be bad at discord again. That is entirely possible. <laughs> I, it's probably the likely answer here. I mean, I'm also bad at Discord. My my Discord server for like Twitch stuff, uh-huh. uh, I had to get a friend to like help me set it up. So yeah, I, like I spent all this time making the rules and shit for it, and mm-hmm. like changing the permissions and stuff, and I still immediately fucked it up. So like, <laughs> whatever, you know, it's it's just a place where we can chit chat, where you can like 
give me recommendations, you know, point out things that you liked or didn't like about the podcast. And we can just talk and get to know one another and like have a fun little space. That's not Twitter. Like it's not public. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like semi-public. It's it's semi-public, but it's not like you standing in front of the whole world to be like, I really like your podcast. Like you can yeah. just, you know, be in this one little zone where everybody has mutual interest. Yeah. Um, so that except does... for me i'm in the discord too <laughs> you're in the discord to harass me which is literally fair. apparently we can't post our own nudes in the discord i'm <laughs> it's technically not against their rules so you can't ban me <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is you can ban whoever the fuck you want i can your space. i can do whatever i want my my first rule is be nice and if i feel like you have violated that rule in any way mm. I will just ban you. I do oh, not damn. care. I have been on this earth for too long and specifically on the internet for too long to take any heat like that. You like, are very out. old. I am so old. I'm so impossibly <laughs> old. Uh, Says me who's older than you. It's true. Well, By yeah. like two seconds. Two years? <laughs> yeah. In the grand <laughs> scheme of life. Years. Yeah, it's true. Uh, anyway, yes, we, we are on Discord. If you'd like to join, please do. Uh, it's very fun. You can find that at Kingdom Thirst on Twitter. Um, just don't post your nudes. Just just don't post your nudes. I don't. I did change the rules retroactively, which I, you know I realize like doesn't make me look fantastic in this man's eyes. Whatever. I don't really care. But he's literally never listened to the podcast. He's never Who listened to the podcast. Cares? He's like, I have it. I have it. You know, bookmarked on Apple to listen to. And I was like, okay. That's cool. You did just immediately post porn with no message, no nothing. Not even like, hey, look at this. Or like, I'm. this is the kind of stuff I'm into. Freaking nothing. Just, he walked into a room full of strangers, looked down at the table, and was like, here's some porn, and slapped it on the table, and then was like, mm? <laughs> you know, like... That's the energy I wish to have someday. I mean, there are spaces on the internet for that. My Discord server is not one of them. Mine? Ha no, just kidding. Well, sure. <laughs> just kidding, no. Uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about other stuff today. We're, we're going to do another alien episode, which bum, bum, I know bum. people have been just dying to hear. I, have they? Well, no. Uh, oh. But, I, I, but they've been dying to hear me. Yeah, well, you know? Hmm. <laughs> Listen, I have at least one fan in terms of this podcast's universe, okay? That's true, you do. You do have one fan. Hello. Shout out to Karen. Hi, Karen. Um, But I I have not had a chance to read as much sci-fi romance as I, as I like to. Wow. Because I have just been so impossibly busy. Mm -hmm. uh, but I I was like, we need to do another episode. I feel like we're, we're you know, I need to like maintain a certain balance like in mm -hmm. the ecosystem of the podcast. I and agree. that requires I do an alien episode like once every six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, so I have a consistent job here. Yeah, you'll always have a niche because I will not <laughs> stop reading them. Hell yeah. Uh, and that means they will get progressively weirder. And so I had a lot of ideas for this and I did kind of reach out for help kind of narrowing those ideas down. I asked oh, for no. some recommendations. From who? I asked the Orc Girls. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, uh, Finley Fenn, uh, she has a wonderful fan base. Hell yeah. And, and I reached out to them and I was like, hey, do you have any recommendations? For they know what's up. They do know what's up and there's a lot of crossover, believe me. Um, but oh. I I was like, I, I mean, monster fuckers all over the world unite. Mm -hmm. Like, this mm -hmm. is just for sure. the way it is. Um, but I ended up not going with the thing I was going to do, which was I wanted to do like an alien mermaid uh angle for, for this episode okay 
I didn't have time to really explore all wow. of it. I had several options. I'm disappointed. But I just was like, I want to, forgive me, <laughs> dive deep into this. <laughs> but I kind of didn't have the, I didn't have the time for it. So I was like, okay, I want something that I like already kind of know a fair bit about and have read a little bit of before. Uh-huh. Um, but is new enough that like I haven't actually touched on it yet. Yeah. And so today we're talking about a super common, but I think pretty overlooked trope specifically in sci-fi romance, which is mail order brides. Oh, God. (laughs) Slash mail order spouses. I mean, like, it doesn't, yeah. Sure. I mean, it's traditionally mail order brides, Uh but, like, who gives a shit? In space? In space. Oh, my God. So I went looking, and I was like, A, I need to go back and see what I've already read. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was looking at, like, how do we define exactly what a mail order, like, romance is sure and on its surface it seems pretty easy so i defined it as a mail order bride or mail order spouse right is someone who either signs up for a service Mm -hmm. or uh is like you know is part of a matchmaking situation Mm -hmm. the main requirement is that they have to mail order marry (laughs) they have to mail order a bride? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, go into the catalog. Um and they have to they have to agree to marry a person sight mm-hmm. unseen and almost always travel a great distance to be with that person. Oh. Um, okay. Right. So what first comes to mind when I think about mail order brides and stuff is this really fucked up documentary I watched several years ago about Russian mail order brides. Hmm. And it followed like, I think it was like Vice or something. I saw on YouTube years and years and years. years oh, ago. you know what? I think I know exactly what you're talking it about. It followed like three guys uh-huh. and they were like each of them totally different. Like, yeah. And they married these women who like, I think two out of the three wanted nothing to do with these men. Yup. Yup. <laughs> and it was like really sad and creepy. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did a follow up recently, I think. Not like a full documentary, but just like an article, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was... As depressing as you'd think it would be. Yeah, pretty depressing. Woo! These books aren't. Oh, good. But okay. I, I think there's some confusion over, like, obviously it's not a super strict um, definition, mm-hmm. you know? I think there's, like, some overlap with just, like, matchmaking. Yeah. There's also overlap with, like, kidnapping and an abduction stories mm. sort of situation, um, which is... Interesting. Hot. Yeah. But, so I, I went back and looked and I found that I had read, you know, a smattering of things that would fit the bill. Yeah. I also found several books that I read that claimed to be mail-order brides books, but weren't in any capacity. It was really strange. What? Yeah. What were they then? They were just like regular, like, faded mate, like, meet cute stories like that happen to have aliens like they weren't one of them was by grace goodwin Uh um and it was like these these this troop of alien bounty hunters or whatever Mm -hmm. are on the hunt for these escaped criminals they come to earth it's like the 1800s and they're in the west okay Um, and it was it was a cool angle yeah and they happen to be one by one their faded mates and those books are like really dirty and i was like whoa didn't expect that but (laughs) um but you know they're they're fine but they're called like virgin mail order brides oh and which was like of course it's like what the hell is that we'll be reading um 
The main character. You're like, I can relate to this. Neither of them are virgins, <laughs> and it's definitely not mail order brides. Oh, was so it wasn't like that weird like Amazon title stuffing situation no, either. No, it was like, oh. and this person like Grace Goodwin has a ton of books. Like she's huh. established. Okay. Um. So I, I I think these were like older, you know. Hmm. But I I so I have no idea what the thought process was behind that. Again. All of it was incorrect, right? Like right, right, neither right. virgin nor mail order. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, very strange. It was much like um, the the books we talked about when we, in your first episodes, like where they they happen mm-hmm. to run into these women and they're like, okay, you got to come back to my planet with yeah. this sort of situation. Whatever. Um, but I also ended up finding a book that was a mail order bride book. Mm-hmm. But flipped the trope on its head in such a fun way Ooh. that I like totally did not expect it to. Okay. So that book has a really long and ridiculous title. Um, I love to hear it. It's called Alpha Star colon Big Sky Alien Mail Order Brides Book One by Elsa Jade. <laughs> That's a... I like that. There's a lot happening there. Yeah. Um, Especially the colon. Yes. You gotta have um, is, the colon. Is that spelled out? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Alpha Star... Colon. Al- Alpha Star Colon. Alpha Star Colon. <laughs> <laughs> Pleased you know, to meet you, my lady. My name's Alpha Star Colon. McCollin. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing hat tips yeah, for you with I that. Yeah, they could see the hat tips. Proverbial fedora tip. Yeah. Wait, uh. Alpha Star Colon. Uh, so the so the series could be like um, shortened to like ASC if you're like in the know. Alpha Star Colon. <laughs> I don't know if uh, Elsa Jade would appreciate that. But... Listen. Well, li- okay. So we all appreciate a good colon, a I... good healthy colon. <laughs> we do appreciate a good healthy colon. Take care of your microbiome. Yeah. But you ever poop? We're not having this conversation on the podcast. You ever poop? Step away from the mic. I can't. I'm sitting on a bench in your closet. Why do they put a bench in your closet? I think it's for putting on shoes. Hmm. Why don't I get one of those? You have a much bigger room than me, and you have two windows. <laughs> Shut up. Alpha Star Colon. Alpha Star Colon. <laughs> so I really liked this book because it took all of the elements, legitimately, of of mail order brides. Mm-hmm. Right? It had, or just alien mail order brides. It had like a commander of like he's he's technically like a prince, and the the stakes are that he he's like the fifth son. No one really cares about him. He's mm. been off like fighting in space with his like band of basically pirates. Sure. And and just kind of trying to make his own name. Vibin. Um and he gets a call from the like his grandmother who's the queen of his planet and is okay. like Listen, I'm going to give you a whole solar system for you to colonize. It's empty. Like, it's for you. That can be your place. But you have to find a mate. You have to get married. Wow. And he's like, it'd be nice to have my own little my own little place. So he signs up for what is essentially like a matchmaking service. He's going to find a bride who is genetically compatible with him. Convenient. And he's going to try and convince her to go to this barren planet with him to start mm-hmm. a colony. Yeah. Um. And he's like, that's going to be tough. But like... I think I can do it. Like, I'm a decent person. And he's what's called a metal lord, which is a oh. it's a really cool species of alien that I had, like, never seen before in any of these books uh-huh. where they, like, produce metal. Uh, like, like from their body? Yeah. So okay. they, like, they condense, like, elements oh. and they, they, like, produce metal. So w- at one point he, like, whenever he, like, lays down in a bed, when he gets up, there's, like, gold flakes and stuff. <gasps> oh, that's cool. Yeah. I and like that. And as he, as his, like, biology changes, as he finds this woman, mm-hmm. 
that he that he falls in love with, uh, his body starts to change and it starts to produce metal rings that are called his mating rings. So he gets like one in his tongue and he gets like three in his ear. Oh, and, edgy. Yeah, it's, and it's cool. <laughs> it's just cool. Like his body just produces them. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. But the way that they subvert the actual mail order trope mm-hmm. is that the woman that he thinks is his mail order bride isn't. Oh, so he accidentally she accidentally picks up this cube thing mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it recognizes her as being genetically compatible with this guy. And he gets the alert that, OK, yeah, I'm going to go down there. It's this tiny town in the middle of like Colorado or whatever the hell, Montana, something, something out of the way. <laughs> Colorado, Montana. Uh, mountains. I don't know. At least um, it's not Wyoming because we all know that's it not It might real. be Wyoming. Wyoming's not real. If you're from Wyoming out there, please <laughs> DM me on Twitter. Tell me you're real. I've literally never heard of anyone from Wyoming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's about as real as, as aliens is true. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I really liked this one because it's she's not the person who he was supposed to like the person who's supposed to have the cube and who signed up for the alien matchmaking service uh-huh. knowingly was her ex-sister-in-law who she lives with who i guess not ex but like she was married to her brother and Mm -hmm. he passed away right um so she lives with her she was the one who signed up for the service wait so in this universe like people on earth know of aliens wait what just in this town so this matchmaking service has set up in this one town where they can like hide aliens coming in Uh and they recruit people on the dl to be part of this service. Whoa, that's yeah. interesting. I like it's that. It's super fun. So it's like Men in Black style, but just for marriages. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Men in white. So basically what happens is she picks it up. He yeah. gets the alert. He shows up and is like, okay, it's time to go. And she's like, what? And he realizes very quickly, oh, fuck. She knows nothing about this. Yeah. She she didn't sign up for this shit. So he gets pissed and goes back to the matchmaking service. And is, they're like, oh, well, ah, darn. That, like, it just... It must some a series of glitches happened that this this was able to happen. Right. Our bad, but we do. She isn't part of this service, so we do need to make sure that you get the like special cube back from her, and also make sure she doesn't know anything, or else we will scramble her brains. Oh so shit! So what ends up happening is it like completely flips the like. Uh, mail order bride trope on its head because uh-huh. suddenly he's he's falling in love with a woman who's not supposed to be his mail order bride. Yeah. And she's finding out slowly that he's actually an alien Oops. while her sister-in-law realizes kind of what has happened uh-huh. and tries to get him to take her. Oh, shit. Because she's the one who signed up. And he's like, I don't want you. That's so stressful. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really, really good. It's very fun. Um, there's a lot of characters. It's definitely, it's a, it's a fun series. I haven't had a chance to read the rest. But, like, it's mm-hmm. so, so fun. And such a good, like, twist on, like, yeah. like, I love it. It's so, so good. And it sounds like the actual, like, female, uh, like, protagonists or love interests or whatever actually has some agency in this story which she's, is cool she's so cool so basically what happened to her was um she was a uh like a military brat for all of her life mm-hmm. and then she became an adult and her brother joined the military he became like a fighter pilot or whatever mm-hmm. and she went off to go help like um 
people who are in underdeveloped countries like build water systems. Oh damn! So she okay. built latrines and help people like learn how to sanitize their water and stuff like that. Hell yeah! Until one day she was helping a village and um, someone blew something up and and she got hit in the head with with a brick. Oh. And it, it caused her to have like a really bad brain injury. So she had to go home. And her one of her main things is that like she's completely lost everything that she built her identity around. Mm-hmm. And she can no longer travel. She can no longer help people. She can no longer rough it because like Damn. she she has lost all periphery vision. And she like still suffers from headaches and like kind of scrambled thoughts and stuff because it's like a year on and it takes Oof. years to recover from those. Yeah. So she's okay, but she's not well. Yeah. And huh. <laughs> well, because the water. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's neither neither is the the main uh, male protagonist either. Mm-hmm. Um, he recently was in like a battle and he lost a hand and he has like a cybernetic hand or whatever. And it's like it's it's they gave her a lot of depth and they made her very realistic. I like that they gave her a lingering like uh injury that like she has to deal with Mm -hmm. and it's not just like oh and then she got hurt and then she came home and oh i guess she like doesn't have the whole life she used to have anymore run away with an alien it's like no she's a type of person who likes to help people and who likes to rough it and she's had her entire identity stripped from her yeah um and also now she finds out that her you know sister-in-law who she counted on to kind of keep the memory of her brother alive signed up to become a mail order alien bride and was just gonna up you know, and leave her you know brutal that's pretty yeah that's pretty fucked up because they you said they're living together yeah imagine just waking up one day and the the girl's like ah bye <laughs> yeah she it's i don't blame her but also i'm just like damn that's kind of messed up especially because yeah. like you're i mean but i guess i don't know they don't have any obligation to each other question yeah Okay, since we often talk about romance, aliens, all that stuff mm-hmm. on the reg, yeah. you and me yeah. here, um, have you ever seen Earth Girls Are Easy? I have not, no. Oh, my God. Okay, so my boyfriend and I watched it very recently. Yeah. I had never seen it before. You have to check it out because specifically the the thing of like, oh, I'm going to leave the planet with an alien at the end or whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe not at the end, but just in general, right? Yeah. Which seems to be a thing for a lot of the these books. Um, they, they touch on that at the end. And I'm just like, yeah, the fucking the main character doesn't care at all that she's just leaving all her friends behind. In fact, they like wave goodbye and she's like, Eh, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. I mean, so this raises a good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking about this and I was like, damn, would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, I would. If you can take uh, Babs. If I could take Babs, yeah. yeah. I, well, you know, I, I, there was a time in my life where I probably would have considered becoming a mail order bride. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Right? Like, I, I was thinking about that in the shower. I was like, hey. Like, Today? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, huh, would I have done that? And I was like, I might have looked into it. Like, I, I considered becoming an au pair. Uh, I sure. also considered, like. Um, I mean, that's different. It's different. But also, like, I think if you're the kind of person who, especially a young woman, a young Mm -hmm. woman who is just kind of figuring shit out. Like, I think when I was considering this kind of stuff, I was like 18 and 19. Yeah. Didn't know what I was going to do. The idea of like 
putting my agency in someone else's hands who would like who who is at least nominally obligated to care about my well-being. Yeah. Again, I was 18, so like optimistic as hell. Sure. Um like would have had a lot of appeal and I I didn't know how else to travel. Like I didn't have the money. My right. family had never really traveled abroad with me before. So mm-hmm. I was like if I want to go out and see the world, how do I do it? How do I make right. that happen? Um and and the idea of like finding some love in an exotic place, you know, and yeah. living a completely different life. Yeah, I could see how that totally would have an appeal. Especially when you're, like, young enough to not really understand the consequences of, like, leaving your entire family behind. Right. Right? Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, obviously for me it would be very different because, well, mail order anything for for gay people? I, I don't think I've ever heard of that happening. Maybe it is a thing in, like, certain parts of the world but yeah. i don't know um but yeah in terms of just the concept of mail order brides i don't think i would be comfortable giving my agency to anyone ever oh now now as an adult hell no yeah no 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 but like i mean i was an adult then i suppose but also like you know you're a baby adult but i yeah. but it does raise a good question like what is really the main difference between you know, meeting somebody online mm-hmm. who lives maybe across the world and you get into a long distance relationship with them. And then you go to Florida and then you forget to get your plane ticket back and then you're accidentally there for a month when you're 18 and don't have any way to get back. Who would ever do that no. is a good question. Who literally would ever do that? Who would that? ever do that? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> murdered fred god damn i know but honestly i had nothing else going on in my life so whatever <laughs> would have ended up in like the bottom of a drained pool wrapped in a tarp that would have been exciting as hell don't lie it would have been exciting for a minute yeah and then you die but then when you're alive later you can be like this is a great story when you're alive later huh yeah, yeah. fascinating you don't well, think i can hold my own well, you are pretty tall. I would just die immediately, probably. Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> I knew this was going to come up, and I do not appreciate wait, it. Wait, so everybody on the podcast, or not on the podcast, listening to the podcast knows, just uh-huh. so y'all know, every time Abigail <laughs> is slightly allergic to anything, or has a cough, or a sneeze, or a fever, or her jaw hurts, or she has a migraine, or headache, or whatever, or she, like, stubs her toe, she immediately, the next fucking words out of her mouth, oh, you know, I could survive in the wild. I can take care of myself. And both me and V will look at her and be like, bitch, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? She couldn't even handle hot sauce on the skin of her palm. It gave her a chemical burn. Listen. <laughs> I mean, Defend yourself. I, I maintain that it is not the woods that would kill me. It is my own body. I would have That's like a, still you dying. <laughs> well, yes. But I think I could construct a shelter. I think I could make fire. Like, I could theoretically... Make fire now. Do it now. With my dollies? Yes. With my creepy, <laughs> creepy dollies? I'm yes. I can make fire with my lava lamp. Okay, that's actually true. Um, No, I, I, like, I think that, you know, I, I have I have a certain set of skills. 
And I don't think they would keep me alive because I think my body would shut down long before then. Yeah. But I think I so could. So therefore you would die. <laughs> but it wouldn't be the woods that killed me. I hate this. <laughs> This makes no sense. Okay, everybody listening to this, please, please, I will I will construct a poll on Twitter when this show goes live. Do you think Abigail would survive one night alone in the woods? If I had a good book. If she had a good book, would she die immediately? Yes or no? The answer is yes. I, I don't know if I would die so much as like, I, I would just become just so thoroughly incapacitated. Like my eyelids would sell shut. Uh-huh. Like I get break out of eczema all over my body. I yeah. get asthma. Yep. Like, yeah, that's probably, you just find me curled up under like a bush. Like I'd kick you probably to make sure you were dead. Oh, much like suck boy. Did you tell them that Suckboy died? I don't know if I said that Suckboy died. <sighs> I was at work. <laughs> I mean, I did I did mention it on Twitter, yes, our beloved fish, <laughs> Suckboy, he did pass away. The, okay, this is... And did anyone actually care? No. I cared. <laughs> you cared in, in the opposite way because that means you don't have to feed him anymore. Suckboy was just so mean. He was just so <laughs> and aggressive i've never seen such a like bitchy fish before <laughs> so angry and i get it he had a rough go i don't know what his life was like before he came into my loving arms which was to say in a pickle jar mm-hmm. um i found suck boy on a street he was a street fish he was in he was in <laughs> a ever, pickle jar you ever seen a street fish <laughs> and I, it was raining and i was like I can't just, I can't conscience leaving just a fish out to die on the street corner. But you really should have. Suckbo is a big fish. Uh-huh. Like he's a, he was a big boy. We don't know if he was a boy. He acted like a boy. He was, he was boyish in his aggression towards me personally. He, he did not, in fact, have a visible penis, so no, we don't know. But he was stupid enough that I don't know. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, no, he like. He was a straight fish, and I went out of my way to make that goddamn fish comfortable. He also came with many beta, like six beta all in this this pickle jar. Oh, shit. That's a lot. It was extremely fucked up. And so V and I went on a, an emergency trip to freaking Petco. We bought a full-on aquarium. We bought everything. We, like, bought a little fish house. We bought, like, plants and rocks and stuff. And, you, okay, you know what his what his shit looks yeah. like in, the, in now. Barren. Barren. Because he was such a mean fish that he would just tear everything we had up he would destroy things he'd bash himself he hurt himself really bad on the like the like little house we got him so we got rid of it so he ended up with just like rocks and shit in his thing because like he couldn't be trusted with anything well even with the rocks i would like sometimes wake up before work and and, like like, be making breakfast and he's like thrashing all the rocks around i'm like my guy you're gonna break your tank well Try cleaning his tank. No. He would thrash at me several times. I thought he was going to jump out of the actual tank itself. Maybe um, he would have. Maybe he probably would have. You know what? He is <clears throat> like his vibe is what I would feel like a male order bride would feel like. Oh, thrashing in a cage of their own making? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, not even of their own making, but well, like he I didn't mean, have he, a choice. He could have had a nice zone, and he chose not to. True. Uh, all of the beta died within a week, by the way. In case you're wondering, um, they all just the stress was too much. It, Did all he of them, kill them? Eiffel sixty five, Wumpus, David Eiffel Lynch sixty five. Incredible. Yeah, we had many more, but I forget their names. Yeah, they all passed away. Uh, I think Gumby was one of them. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he died. He died. He did die. <laughs> um, and and he 
he was dead for probably about a day, I think, Oof. based on decomp. Um, but I couldn't tell because sometimes he would just go like still for a very long time. Yeah. And so we had to, we couldn't find the net to get him out. So we had to use a grabber claw <laughs> and then we buried him in the yard. Uh, that is so like the fucking vibe of this household. Was, Fee and I just like, how do we do this? <laughs> it was, it was bad. We played him music at his funeral. And, what did you play? Uh, we played a uh, swing low, sweet chariot from, uh, Eva. Mm, boring. We, but we played like a fun remix. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we said a few words about suck boy and how bad he was, but that he deserves to live. The extra- he lived for years. I want to maintain that. He lived for years. We had him for like three years. Damn. We moved with that fish. We took we good care of that fish. We did the best we could. I remember y'all moving that fish was such a fucking ordeal. Like you probably put him in a ziploc bag in my lap. The first day that I like actually met you, yeah, was that day that we moved in together, and I was like, oh god, this is gonna be fucking irritating. <laughs> but then honestly, like once he came in, it was whatever. I mean, but, we, we left him for last, yeah. really. So he was like the final trip. But yeah, this is not the fish cast. But but yes. But it is now. The, the grief of losing Suckboy. By the way, his name is Suckboy because he was a sucker fish, but also because we he we, he was the fish we wanted to survive the least. Yeah, because he sucked. <laughs> and he was the only fish that lived of Ugh. of the many fish we rescued that day. What an asshole. Yeah. Anyway, rip rip in Pisces. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> anyway, you want to talk about some tropes? <laughs> talk about this. Let's talk about some tropes. Let's talk about some tropes. Uh, mm. Trope me, mom. Um, <laughs> hmm. So I, I, <laughs> I only came up with like four like broad tropes. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them was a uh, mistake, which is typically like, someone accidentally signs oh, I thought up. you were talking about me. Sorry. You are a mistake. You are God's mistake. Well, I mean, my mom tried to have an abortion and it didn't work. <laughs> She's got the papers to prove it. Well, you're tenacious. <laughs> uh, so the mistake is usually like she actually accidentally signs up. It's always a woman's mistake. Mm-hmm. It's never the man's mistake. Uh, she accidentally signs up for something she doesn't understand or she gets coerced into something she doesn't understand. Or she straight up, like, is kidnapped? Like... Is that a mistake? Or, yes, it's it's her mistake. She should not have gotten kidnapped. Wow. <laughs> no, but typically it's like they think they're grabbing someone and they're grabbing somebody else. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right? Like, it's she wasn't supposed to be the person or whatever. Right. Or, like, they ended up at the wrong planet or something like that. Mm-hmm. The second one I have is a lottery. This is something I encountered a lot. Usually in, like, semi-dystopian, near-future sci-fi, uh-huh. alien romances, that's a long subgenre, <laughs> um, but those are exist, and they typically are, like, um, it's the future where aliens are just known, and a lot of times it's, like, Earth is under siege or mm. is protected by a more advanced alien race, and, right. like, the one thing they ask of Earth is that they provide women for for their race or whatever. Right. Okay. And that is typically takes place in sort of like a lottery type system uh-huh. uh, where like you reach a certain age and your name goes in the pot 
and right. like or whatever. Um, and sometimes this entails like your name goes in the pot and then they do like genetic scan or whatever. And like mm. they, they randomly match you with people you're best compatible with. So yeah. you never know when it could happen, but it <gasps> could happen. Gasp. I know. And don't worry, it always works out. Oh. Some of them have elements of like you get picked and then you are not immediately matched, but you're like either put in a facility and then mm-hmm. like you get like chosen from there ah. or you are like put in like a deathmatch situation or like a couple of them are reality TV show based. Oh, hell yeah. That makes me want to die. Really? The very idea, yes. Oh my God. Of, of, willingly reading one of those books fills me with so much dread <laughs> wait did you not like hunger games hunger games was well, no i'm not talking like deathmatch reality tv show stuff well mm-hmm. i guess that does also exist but i'm talking about like big brother style reality oh TV show. that's yes, boring put the women in a house oh, and like no. yeah watch what happens yes live yes with andy cohen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um but those exist i i some of them are like um if you have like a conviction or something your uh-huh. name gets put in more times like if you have ever broken the law or gotten parking tickets or mm. something like that some of them are i remember in honey phillips alien invasion series mm-hmm. uh which was good but also had some parts of it that i was like hey fam that ain't right um like <laughs> the surprise butt sex stuff <gasps> I, we've mm. we've spoken about this at length. Um, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, whatever. Um, it's fantasy, so I mean, as a gay, I can can confirm can confirm surprise butt sex ain't it ain't it. But uh, in that one, it's like if you this this alien race is taken over, they're relatively benevolent. Benevolent. Is that like? But. Is that a new Ben and Jerry's flavor? <laughs> that that word is not coming to me. Ben. Hello? Hmm? Benevolent? Benevolent. There we go. Oof. <laughs> we got there. English is my second language and it's your first, allegedly. <laughs> I don't know any of it well. True. It's, yeah. Is that why you're an author? Who's soon to be published? No. <laughs> my soon, author. Soon is a relative term. Yeah. Yeah. It is, well, yeah, it is. Um, But... In that one, if you break the rules that they put down, like if you go out past curfew or whatever, mm-hmm. the women then are like abducted and mm-hmm. put in jail. And then they like determine the severity of what you did. Did you have a good excuse? Whatever. But then past that point, if they think you didn't have a good excuse, they then offer you the choice. Either you can go to jail for the thing you did uh-huh. or you can volunteer to be matched with somebody, one of our soldiers or whatever the heck. Oh. So it's the kind of the same thing. I don't know if, like I said, I think there's some gray area between like a matchmaking romance and a mail order bride romance. Yeah. I don't know if those necessarily count because I wouldn't say that they are traveling a a great distance mm-hmm. or b that um, they're not marrying someone necessarily sight unseen either. Um, they're kind of like I think one of the plot points in those books is that they they're trying to rebuild their race and mm-hmm. they discover that the people who are matched with their like true matches mm-hmm. they're like faded mate style mm-hmm. they are the ones who can produce children like 99% of the time oh. and so they stop trying to just match up whoever yeah. and they try and f- actually find the correct matches uh-huh. um, which which is a cool development over the course of the series that I liked um, anyway the series is, is good it's got some whack 
ones, but there's also like a Minaj one with like a different type of alien. Bum, and there's bum, like, bum. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on with Honey Phillips. Honey Phillips does some whack but fun stuff. We love whack but fun. Honey Phillips is also the one who did um, like cowboy alien cyborg stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so moving on. Moving on. on. Moving on from lottery. Uh, my next one was loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> is that a trope or is that just your life? Well, it's just oh, brutal. <laughs> oh, I'm not lonely. I have my dolls. <laughs> um, look at them. They're so demure. I'd really rather not. Look at them. I'm trying to avoid <laughs> eye contact. And then look at my goose. Oh, quack. Okay. Honk. Mm. Uh, I know. I think this one is just like. The, the core tenet in a lot of these books is that if you are willingly sign up for this thing, either you are very, very desperate or you're extremely lonely or both. Right. So I read a book called. OK, I want you to be kind. Oh, no. But I did read a book called Have Tail Will Travel. <laughs> Okay. About a cat man. <gasps> cat man? Cat man. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, like, from a race of, like, cat people. And, <gasps> like and... in Skyrim? Yeah, sort of. Is he from Skyrim? No, he's not from Skyrim. Why? Well, it's, like, a near-future type where, like, aliens are things, space travel is a thing, and he's on this kind of sparsely populated mining planet, essentially, and he... Has is he a... blue? No. Fuck. He's, like, a tabby. He's got orange stripes. I'm, I'm no longer into it. Wow. That's very discriminatory. Because <laughs> he's a tabby? If a cat man is not blue, I don't want it. That's true. Hmm. How's marriage going, by the way? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't think by the time this episode comes out, I'll have the YouTube video version of that wedding uh, from my Skyrim stream. I need to stream. know. Did you do the thing? The thing? The thing with the, the priest collar that I told you to do? Okay. No. God damn it, Fred. I have, like, one request. <sighs> I, I wanted to, and then I realized I didn't have printer paper in my room. You could have asked me. But I was already streaming by the time Poor I remembered. Poor preparation. You knew me? I was waiting for months. Me? Poor preparation the on stream? The willpower it took to not, like, interrupt your, your stream. You should have. Be like, I object. You should have. thought about it. Although I do lock my door. Every time I stream. I didn't know that. Yeah. God, how upsetting would that be if, like, all of a sudden, I like you just hear me just go, what, what the hell? That what would be hell? terrifying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Locking the doors may be worse. Listen, I don't... <laughs> I don't trust me. That's fair. <laughs> you shouldn't trust me. I don't trust me. Yeah. That's why I lock my door at night. Oh. You think I don't lock my door at night? <gasps> That's because of Babs, though. <laughs> that is because of Babs. <laughs> And that's also because of our neighbors. Who fucking knows? Who know? Okay. Which neighbors? Spill yes. that tea. Yes. No, the ones across with the crazy dog? Uh, well, I don't think that dog's crazy. Okay, no, but I mean, I think that you know who mistreated. I mean, though. If, yeah. I, if I said yeah. the neighbors with the dog, then that doesn't, that doesn't say mean. anything. Everyone here has a dog. Yeah. Um. <laughs> As I've experienced lately. Uh, Sadly. Yes. Um, Babs got beaded up by a by a big old German shepherd. Got beaded up? Got beaded up. I thought Babs beaded him up. No. Oh. No, this German shepherd did smack her good with his paw. <gasps> and Babs was like, ah! Rude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is San Francisco. People just let their dogs run wild. That's wild. I mean, fair. Yeah. Wait, was this the same German shepherd that you told me about before? 
This this is the Burn one that like one. the it was out with the kids just kind of oh. wandering around just and the kids vibing. didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah, I mean we live in a we live in a pretty quiet neighborhood, all things considered. Mm-hmm. So like during the day, people Most just kind of like yeah, it's actually not quiet at all, <laughs> but it's like residential. Uh, <laughs> so people just let their kids and their dogs wander around. It's high key a loud ass neighborhood. Yeah, it's very loud. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Do you, do you want to tell them about the one time you almost got abducted? Which time? Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of abduction. <laughs> um, uh, look at that segue. <laughs> look at this hot segue. I'm talking about bride auctions. Mm. Now, I don't know if this necessarily counts, uh-huh. but I do think it it is a lot of times kind of like in the same vein. Yeah. And this is when uh, like a woman is usually it's like tied to either a lottery or some sort of like alien invasion thing, you know, tribute situation. Right. But a bride auction is when they put women up for sale. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's like for, you know, the the community's good. Like they, one book I read or I started to read, but it was so tremendously bad I could not continue. Um, Spill that tea. No, it just like the, Burn the that start. Bridge. The start was good, <laughs> but like the it got real weird the moment they like actually were in the same room together. I don't know. Oh. Um, but it was about uh, basically this like colony of humans on this planet that's like Mm -hmm. a really really rough planet they depend on the local alien like population for resources and stuff yeah and one of the things they ask for in exchange is like you do a bride auction we we go and we bid and and then the money goes to the community okay um and not everyone is picked but you know whatever yeah and of course the main character gets picked (gasps) she gets chosen by like the chief of one of these like warring factions and yada yada um and and i think that sort of counts in that like you know it's like again it's permeable but that does have the it almost always and I think almost always I'm pretty sure like 100% of the time it requires that she leave her community Mm. and go to be with her new husband which she has not met before yeah so that that's also like a thing. that's a thing. I wouldn't necessarily call that strictly mail order bride because when I think of mail order bride, I think of like a matchmaking service that hooks up two people or someone answering an ad in an old timey newspaper. Oh my god! You know, yeah, <laughs> those are so good. Have you ever read those? No, they exist. Like you can read like the ads people would put out for like when they were on the frontier oh. and they were just like, "Hey, I have this much land. I, you know, you think I know how to read? That's true. You don't know how to read." You are illiterate. This might be the wrong podcast for me. <laughs> well, you're not having to do any reading, so... <sighs> That's true. This this is my reading. Th- yeah. This is like um, when you watch like a CinemaSins video on <laughs> yeah. YouTube and you're like, oh, I've seen that movie. Yeah, I know what that movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I've never seen it, but I know every plot point. Someone ate an, an apple and made him look like an asshole. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh yeah, so I mean I think that's a that's a pretty decent roundup of of alien mail order bride romance. Um, I think a, some things are advertised as mail order bride romances because it's eye catching. Uh-huh. Um, I would say like you were talking about like the stuffed Amazon yeah. stuff. I. I <laughs> yeah yeah we did i didn't counter one for the first time ever. Oh. One of the, the one I showed you, which is like one of those. Uh, spam Kindle books. Oh my god! Which is just like had the wackest. Wait, hold on. I need to find it. We need. To, I need to read that title. I here's the thing is like I get why people do it right because it's like the same thing as like putting a YouTube video up. Like you want to put as many 
keywords and tags and whatever in the description and the title and blah 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 but this whole thing was spam well exactly but like when it when it becomes like so much that it's just like not even coherent anymore like maybe just step back a sec and realize that people know what the fuck you're doing yeah or just like if you've been flagged by Amazon, you've done something wrong. So this yeah. was this was the wait. Was this flagged? Yeah, you. This oh, item okay. was currently under review when I saw it, and oh. you could not download it. You okay. could not read it. I didn't know that. So this. Bo- <laughs> oh no. This book is called Romance. All caps. Colon. Stepbrother Alien. Romance colon. Romance colon. <laughs> Stepbrother Alien. Parentheses. BBW, Alien Invasion, Abduction Lottery, Contemporary Romance, and parentheses. New parentheses, fantasy, sci-fi, shifter, mail-order, bride, science fiction, and parentheses by S.T. Miller. Incredible. I love the double parentheses. 929 pages long. That's clearly It's just spam. It's, it's just they've crammed a bunch of, like, and I, I'm not going to read the uh, the description here because it's, yeah. it's very long um, and has... Like, nothing to do with anything. I don't... It's wild. We love to see it. Um, also, I, I, okay, we'll read the headline. Though. Okay. An exciting, thrilling, complete Western romance novel. It's complete. It's also a Western, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> On top of all those other things. Um, but don't worry, there's no cliffhanger. That's specified. Oh. Um, uh, but it's very clearly, like, it, the the... It reads like it was written by an AI. Like it, uh-huh. it's like one of those like bot posts. Like right. if you force a bot to read a million romance novels, like this is what it would write. Oh my god! Wait, can we do that? I don't have the technical know-how to make that happen. And I, I think you realize that. I probably know people because surprising, or maybe not surprisingly, but a lot of people on Twitch like are bunch really of fucking nerds. bunch of fucking nerds, and they're really good at like um writing writing code and stuff Mm -hmm. um and people have helped me out with some like technical stuff so i I could if you want to i could ask them and see if that's like a thing i don't know i don't know if i'm willing to unleash that pandora's box if only because i i have a sneaking suspicion that it would probably end up some weird nazi shit (laughs) oh fair (laughs) you know because there is a lot of I'm going to say this with quotes, heavy, heavy quotes, tactical romance out there that is really um, a lot of times coded in like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anyone can, anyone can write a romance novel. And, and I why think, haven't you? Well, I have done that. But <laughs> but there's no proof on the Internet. True. There is no proof on the Internet. And if it's not on the Internet, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get your entire existence invalidated by your roommate? Mm. Actually, that I can relate yeah, to. That happens pretty consistently, actually. <laughs> That's me coming down the stairs when when you and V have already like started congregating between yourselves and uh-huh. you both decide to just thoroughly roast me out of nowhere. Bitch, that's also anytime I come down the stairs when y'all <laughs> are talking. 
<laughs> well, you also come down the stairs usually screaming or twerking or something. So I you have bring to. it on yourself. I have to. Okay. I listen, you can't just walk down the stairs in this house. That is true. Babs screams down the stairs. You, you have to prepare yourself for battle. <laughs> yeah, you have to be on your guard at all times or else we'll just demolish you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is true. Well, well, what do you how do you feel about mail order brides? <laughs> Alien male order bride specifically. Mm. Would you do it if an alien came down and was like... Yeah. Is he hot? Oh, yeah, every time. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Why not? All right. <laughs> I'm things. currently in a six-year-old relationship, but sure. I don't think Charles would blame you. Honestly, true. <laughs> He'd be like, do it. That's exciting hell yeah. as hell. Send me pics later. Right? Well, if I can. Yeah, I mean... Do you have contact back to Earth still? Well, I mean, usually what happens is like you don't need it because you don't have any family or friends like these women are usually like really lonely um, you know? but i mean they have the technology to go to earth yeah i imagine they have the technology to like at least fly close enough to like sure. shoot someone a, a, a quick message a nude. yeah right to leak a nude real quick a funny tweet or something yeah <laughs> yeah oh bitch i have the best tweet right now let's go to earth real quick yeah i mean a lot of times there's like some plot contrivance where it's like actually earth is underdeveloped enough that it's like been banned you're not actually allowed to be here like some stuff like that but yeah i would ban earth if i could i also probably would every time Mm. i see a headline that's like astronomers find earth 2.0 i'm like oh we shouldn't yeah maybe don't yeah maybe don't maybe don't Mm. okay fred plug Uh, your stuff plug my butt Mm. butt my plug I mean, then you would be able to, you'd stop talking, so. Because I, because I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, plug my shit. Okay. Hi, I'm. Fucking back off from the mic. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Good okay. Lord. Well, uh, you can catch me over on twitch.tv at uh, twitch.tv slash film otter. That's film otter spelled F-I-L-M-O-T-T-E-R. I'm also on Twitter under that same username. And yeah. In case you're wondering, otter is a sex thing. It's not. It's just a classification <laughs> for gay people. Ask we... Fred all about it. He loves to talk about it. Listen, okay. <laughs> The thing about calling myself film otter is, like, the first part is obvious, right? Mm -hmm. Like, filmmaker. Yeah. I like films, whatever. Yeah. People either assume that I'm, like, a huge fan of otters, the animal, which, fair, I am. They're cute. Yeah, they're cool. But also, like, I'm not a furry. People continuously ask me if I'm a furry, and I'm like, I'm not. If you got a contingent of furry fans, I think you would would bow to their whims. I mean, honestly, there are a few people who follow me who are furries, and they're, like, really nice. No, they're great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I just want to be clear. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just not a furry. (laughs) Furries furries know what's up, man. Yeah. They're a good community, generally. It's just, like, a classification of gay people, because we are very... uh, about looks, yeah. so we have to classify each other's body yeah, types. Yeah, that's... Mm, well. LOL. God, it's grim. Well, do you have anything else you want to plug? Your mm. YouTube channel or anything? You I mean, you did that? I, I'm also on YouTube under Film Otter. Uh, 
I yeah. If you're the kind of person who likes to watch like uh live streams like not live, yeah, just to have them in the background and stuff, your your channel is really good for that. Um, Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm only allowed to be nice to you once Thanks. a day, so soak it up. Um, I'm soaking it right into my butthole. What have you got to plug? Oh God, don't like that. You just strung two bad sentences together. I wish you didn't. Um, so okay, so we already talked about the Discord, but if you uh-huh. would like to join that again, that is on my uh, Kingdom Thirst Twitter pinned tweet right at the top. Just click the link. Some people are having trouble doing it from their phones. Oh yeah, the um, the invite links for Discord never work on mobile. Yeah, you got to do that from from a desktop. Sorry, yeah. you know. But do, do that. Um, we have rules and stuff to, to follow. So it's hopefully from now on. I mean, it will don't be post pretty, your news. Don't just don't post like hardcore porn immediately with no content. I might yeah. have even accepted it if he like at <laughs> least like said something complimentary about the porn he was posting. But he just, <laughs> he just posted the porn. If, if he I gave can't... like an, an an analytical like essay along with the post, or, it would have been fine. Or been like, oh, I really like this because, you know, the lighting is very good. And also, you know, you can find more porn. Okay. You know, at least if he made it a recommendation, but he didn't. It was just this lady getting railed with a bejeweled butt plug in. Okay? Oh, that my was God. It. That was it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, that's not the energy we're looking that's for. That's weird as hell. Exactly. Anyway. Sir. Join that if you want. Talk about, you know, stuff. And also, like, uh, you can make recommendations for things you'd like to see on the podcast. You can ask questions and stuff. Someday I'd like to do, like, a Frequently Asked Questions episode of the podcast. That would be cool. That would be fun. Also, like, if you have suggestions for segments, that would be a great place to put that. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about doing some segments lately and I <gasps> have some ideas. But Like an orange? Yeah, like an orange. Sure. <laughs> Citrusy and sticky. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, You're welcome. You, pulpy? Yeah, very pulpy. Uh, and then you can also, you can follow us pretty much everywhere at Kingdom Thirst. It's on, if you do like facebook.com slash Kingdom Thirst, you'll also get there to our Facebook page. They're not Kingdom page. of Thirst. No, they take out the of in most of these places. Like, I tried really? to do it on Twitter and they took out the of. I don't know. They, wait, they take it out? They took it out. I put it in there and they took it out when I when I signed up for my username. What? Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Whatever. Kingdom of Thirst. Um, you can email me at kingdomofthirst at gmail.com. Uh, you can DM us as well. It may take me a second because, like, Twitter and stuff doesn't actually give me a notification when, oh. like, people make DM requests. Oh, um, that's weird. Yeah. It so I have to me. I have to check it periodically to make sure. But mm. that being said, send me a DM, send me an email, or send me a uh, request through a contact form on our website, kingdomofthirst.com slash contact. Yeah. Um, if you would like stickers, I have a ton of stickers. I've sent out many stickers so far, like many, many stickers. They're very nice. They are very nice. I have them on my door. You do. Um, I ha- I put them in fancy, brightly colored envelopes, and I add a personal note. Mm. Um, and I, I've sent out several. Um, I would love to do that. It's totally free. I will send them to you wherever you are in the world. Happy to do it. Very much happy to do it, actually. <laughs> it tickles me. Um, oh, a little tickle? A little tickle. Um, a little spank on the tooch, you know. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> Let me out. I hate this school. <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, yeah, I think, like, if you would like something to be read on the podcast, if you have a note, like, if you know somebody who also listens and you want to say hi to them via the podcast, I'm happy to do that as well. If you would like that, please use our contact page. I have, like, preferred pronouns and everything there. And there's a little checkbox that says, like, hey, yes, I would like this read on the podcast. No, I would not. That's um, cool. 
And that's about it. The only thing I could say after that is um, if it's at all possible, make sure that you are following the podcast on Spotify. Also, make sure that you maybe leave at least a rating, if not a rating, and a review would be super, super great on Apple Podcasts if you listen there, even if you don't. If you go on there and you can still leave a review. Hell yeah. It do podcast. be free. It do be free it, to do that. It do be free to do that. I know it's a little bit of a pain in the ass to actually leave a comment, but yeah. it's super helpful. True. It helps people find the podcast. It's not necessarily for my ego, although it does help with that. Does it? Well, I won't be able to walk through doors at a certain point. So that is an obstruction of my life. But, you know. Wait, what? I mean, if my head gets too big. Ah, okay. But I can wear more hats. (laughs) To, like, compress it? (laughs) No, just on it and around it. Uh I can wear more hats. I don't wear hats enough. What the fuck are you talking (laughs) about? My head is big enough. I can wear hats like a pepperoni pizza. Fuck off. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That is not even the dumbest thing I've said today. True. All right. Anyway, let's land this bird. This has been the podcast. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye.